Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Christy Dole. You're listening to When Hustle Meets Flow. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the community. I am a life coach. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a wife, a mom, and I am somebody who's really, really uh, passionate about people just stepping into their greatness. The more and more that I do this coaching work and the more and more I talk to people and work with them, I'm realizing that I believe my dharma, my my true purpose is truly to help people through their limiting beliefs, to help people kind of see the truth and to lift the veil of their perspective, um, the perspective that's been holding them back. I just had a conversation today with a client that had purchased my Black Friday special and just seeing this beautiful, beautiful woman on the other end of my, you know, on, on my screen, um, you know, sharing with me some some personal things and really just being vulnerable and sharing. I just, oh God, I just, I had this moment where I just thought, this is incredible that this woman is showing up for her life, that she's willing to step outside of you know, the prison that her mind is keeping her in. And I was just feeling extra, extra grateful for being, you know, being able to hold that that space for her. So today's conversation, my intention is for you to listen and to have a breakthrough with one of your own limiting beliefs, because not everyone can afford a coach. Not everyone has access to a coach. I believe that we all really truly have the answers inside. A coach is really kind of here to help you, to kind of ask you the questions, to get you thinking in a different and new way, to help you kind of, you know, stay accountable to the choices that you're deciding, the mindsets that you're choosing. Um, And so today's conversation, you know, just imagine me and you having a one-on-one session um, and we're going to, you know, break through, we're going to bust through a limiting belief today. So a limiting belief is kind of a buzzword, but really, you know, a limiting belief is a belief and a belief is just a thought that you think over and over. Okay. There's a lot of things that we believe. And if you really dial it down, you weren't born believing whatever you believe today. You were taught it. You were shown it. You experienced it. You saw it out in the world and your brain decided to continue to think that thought over and over. And so now it's like this neural pathway in your brain is so deep and so entrenched with this thought that you really believe it to be true. Okay. And a limiting belief is a belief that you have that limits you in some way. And this can be a belief about the world, about, you know, your gender. It could be a belief about your your role in your family. It could be a belief about you and how you are in life. I mean, it could literally be about anything, but if it limits you in some way, if it stops you from doing the thing that you want to do or feeling a certain way, it's a limiting belief. Okay. So Here's the thing about a limiting belief that I've come to learn as I've been coaching and doing this work is that a limiting belief is there and it's actually keeping you safe from something that you fear. Now, when I have this conversation with most of my clients, they always say, no, 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 Christy, no, I don't want to believe this. I don't want to believe that I'm X, Y, and Z. 
And so logically, it makes sense that if you have a limiting belief that's stopping you from doing something and that something is something that you you really want badly, it makes perfect sense that, you know, if me or, or a coach or someone were to say to you, hey, you're actually believing that because there's some benefit, it's it's understandable that you would be like, whoa, you know, pump the brakes, that's not true. But let's get under the hood of this limiting belief. So pick your limiting belief. And I'm just going to pick one um, that I've heard multiple times from people that I work with. So I specifically work with women um, that are in network marketing and I help them get aligned. I help them get their heart, their mind, their their soul. I, I help it get all in alignment so that they can be, you know, master attractors, to the types of people that they want so that they can grow and scale their businesses without, you know, shrinking down, without, you know, losing money, without the up and down, but just continuous growth. So some of the limiting beliefs that I hear in my conversations are, um, I'm not, I'm not a good leader. That's one that I hear a lot of. So I work with people who want to grow big teams because in this industry, you know, to make money while you sleep, to have that residual income that they always talk about, you want to grow and scale a team. You want to grow a nice big business. You want to teach others how to grow and how to scale. Um, You want to hold the energy of your team so that they're excited and feeling really lucky to be in in the company that they're in, in the team that they're on. Like you really, you know, people, when you're leading people, there's a lot of stuff that goes on because people are so different. So it's a common limiting belief that people have when they say, I'm not a good leader. So because people have that limiting belief, it stops them from growing a team. And so this is kind of what goes on. And, and you know, think of the belief that you have that is limiting you in some way. And you may find that there's a lot of contradictory desires and energy going on, right? So for for this example, people I work with want to bring in new business partners. They want to help them and teach them how to also bring on their business partners. They want to teach them how to duplicate. They want to teach them how to scale. They want to teach them all these things, right? So that's a desire on the one hand. And then on the second hand, they don't think they're a good leader. So because of that, they're afraid to bring people on. They're afraid that once they have a partner, oh my God, what does this mean? I have to be perfect. I have to be this. I have to be that. I'm not a good leader, right? So it's very split energy. And when you find yourself in a spot in your life where you want something, but then your brain is like, no, 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 we don't, you know, if we get that, we won't know what to do with it. We're not ready for it. We're not good enough for it. That's what I like to call split energy. So when you're in that moment, you're not going to get results or you're going to get results that match that split energy. You're going to get like half and half results. You, you know, you might sign a partner, but then she quits or you might, you know, your team might grow, but then the next month something happens and, you know, it's like sabotage all over the place. Right. So that's split energy. So if you work with me, if you are on this podcast, if you follow me on social, first and foremost, awareness is the key. So you have to be aware 
of this split energy. You have to, you, you can't, you know, in this example, you can't um, be like, I don't understand why I'm not growing when you have this fear of being a leader. It's like, hello, your fear of being a leader is actually repelling people from joining you or it's repelling your team from duplicating and growing because you have this fear that you're not going to be able to serve them, right? So here's what I talk to my clients about. That fear is serving you in some way. That limiting belief that you have that you're not a good leader as an example. There is a benefit to that. And again, my clients are like, "Well, no, da da da." And so I will ask them, you know, is this true? Is it true that you're not a good leader? Sometimes they say yes. Sometimes they say no. I ask, is, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, can you say that you're not a good leader? Again, some may say yes. Some may say no. I then ask them to kind of do some inquiry. You know, when you believe this thought that you're not a good leader, where in your body do you experience that? And again, I find with clients who are very new to this type of work, they it's really hard for them to get into their body and out of their head. So when I say, where are you feeling this in your body? If you say, oh, I feel you know angry, I feel, I feel sad, I feel scared. Okay, those are emotions, great. But I want you to go deeper. I want you to actually tell me, where do you feel this in your body? Where is that energy stuck? So right now, take your limiting belief that you have and close your eyes and take a nice full breath in, hold it and let it go. Now, think of your limiting belief. And in this instance, we're going to use, I'm not a good leader. I'm, I, I wouldn't be a good leader. And where, when you think this thought and you believe this thought, where do you experience it in your body? And just take a moment to kind of scan. You can start at the top of your head and go down to your toes. Or you might just be like, oh, yeah, I feel that in my chest. I feel it in my gut. I feel it, uh, you know, I feel a heaviness on my shoulders. Maybe you feel a constriction in your throat. Um, the other day I was working with a client and she had a limiting belief and I asked her, you know, these questions and she said, I just feel like I want to curl up in a ball, right? So notice how it makes you feel. And more than likely, it's going to make you feel constrictive. You're going to feel like you're constricting, like, like my client said, like she wants to curl up in a ball. Um, it's, you know, limiting beliefs are not going to make you feel expansive. And so really figuring out where in the body you feel that. Now, the other question you want to ask yourself is, well, what emotions do you experience and how do you experience them? You know, if you, if it makes you feel sad, um, how do you feel that? You know, do you, are you seeing visions of the past come up that, you know, verified that you're, you know, this limiting belief, um, or do you feel like a swelling up of tears? Um, do you just feel hopeless? Like, how do you experience the feeling? So what we're doing here is we're getting you out of your head and we're getting you into your body because this limiting belief has lived in your body for however long it's lived there. And when we bring awareness into our body, we then can kind of shine some light 
And a lot of times this, this limiting belief and this fear that you have, it just wants to be seen. It just wants to be seen by you like, Hey, I'm here. You know, this is something I'm afraid of. And it's almost like you can almost like hug or look at that fear, look at that limiting belief and say, Hey, I see you. I see you, you know, you're valid and it's okay that I've been thinking you for the last few years, but now I'm choosing to elevate in my life. Now I'm choosing to step into a bigger version. And so this thought that I've been thinking for so long, it's not serving me anymore, right? So it's it's just a little bit of inquiry in the body. And then the next question you can ask yourself is, you know, what images of the past and future are coming up for you when you believe this limiting belief? And again, we don't need to go into the whole story and remember it all, but what images of the past? And, you know, working with clients, they may have um, been at a job before where they actually did have to, you know, lead people and it didn't go well. And so it's like, oh, well, here's this, here's this actual proof that, you know, I'm not a good leader. Or, you know, maybe they were told that they were too bossy as a kid, or maybe, uh, you know, who knows, maybe they, something happened on a sports team once, like what is the, what, what images of the past come up and then what images of the future come up when you believe this thought, you know, is it bringing, it doesn't make you, is it bringing images of feeling hopeless and like a victim and like despair, um, you know, so just really kind of understanding what this limiting belief is doing. It's bringing up the past. It's it's creating this future that hasn't happened yet. And it's all stuff that doesn't make you feel great. Okay. Now, the big question that you want to then ask yourself is, if I couldn't believe this thought. So if you couldn't believe whatever your limiting belief is, what do you fear would happen? And again, a lot of times people say, well, I don't fear anything would happen. I don't want to think this thought. But aha, young grasshopper, the way that your mind works is that you would, your, your mind has been thinking this thought over and over, which has turned into a belief because there has been some benefit, some benefit. It's been keeping you safe from something which nine times out of 10 is, is not real. It's like a made up thing, right? So giving you example, working with some clients whose limiting beliefs are that they're not great leaders. If they couldn't believe that thought, what I've heard some clients say to me is, well, if I couldn't believe this thought, then there would be no excuse for why I'm not growing. Ah, so they've been using this limiting belief as an excuse for why they haven't really grown as much as they want to, right? Um, another person said once about the lead, about not being a good leader. Um, you know, if if I couldn't believe this thought, then then the fear is I'd have to lead, <laughs> and and they don't know what that looks like, right? They've never led before, so really getting behind the limiting belief, figuring out what the benefit has been. And a lot of times, if, you, if you're like, I cannot think of anything, a lot of times it's, this has just been the excuse. You know, it's, it's easier to have this excuse than it is to actually do the work, right? 
and other times it's something way more specific. Okay. So that's for you to, that's for you to kind of do, do the inquiry. Um, once you kind of understand what the fear is, then you have, then you can kind of, um, do a couple more things. So the next thing is you can find some turnaround statements. Okay. So the, using this example, the limiting belief is I'm not a good leader. Um, you know, I'm, my team isn't growing. I'm not a good leader. What is an opposite statement of that? An opposite statement would be, I am a great leader. Another one could be, you know, the people that I lead, uh, the people that I bring into my team are exactly the right people for me to lead, right? Because not every leader is great for everybody. We, we can't be everyone's favorite flavor of ice cream is one of my favorite sayings. Um, and so what if you created a statement that said, anyone that comes onto my team is perfect for me to lead? Like they are my perfect, they are my perfect match and I am their perfect match, right? How, how good does that feel? And then another turnaround statement could be, I am closer than ever to being a phenomenal leader, something along those lines, right? Then, so for you, take your limiting belief and just create three turnaround statements, three opposite statements that, you know, tell another version of the truth. And then finally, you really want to look at that list, that new list of those of those three turnaround statements, and you want to actually find three times in your life when that statement, when those statements were actually true or even more true than your old thought. And I know for me, you know, with the clients that I work with, a lot of them are mothers. And so when they say, oh, I'm not a good leader, I say, well, hello, you're a mom. You lead those children well. Are they alive? <laughs> you know, are they happy? Um, yeah, then you're doing a great job, right? So there's so much evidence around us. Like, again, if your limiting belief is I'm not a great leader, have you ever, you know, played on a sports team? Have you ever um, led a call for work? Have you ever, um, you know, organized a girls' night out? Those are all leadership type skills, right? So you get to find those instances where the opposite is actually more true than your original thought. And then lastly, you really want to ask yourself, what is it costing me right now to hold on to this belief? Because sometimes we're so accustomed to believing the thing that we're, we start to freak out and think, oh my God, if I don't believe this, then who am I or what am I? Well, what actually are you, what, what actually are you losing out on? What is it costing you to continue to believe this thought? So that's a little bit of uh, a sneak peek into a coaching session when I work with people on their limiting beliefs. There's obviously a lot more, you know, to it. There's, uh, you know, it's obviously more personal, um, but this is a really good framework for you guys to use. And I just want to give credit where credit is due. This is kind of a, um, it kind of derived from Katie Byron's um, uh work about the, I think it's called the work or the inquiry, but she has these questions that you ask to kind of unfold the limiting belief. Um, moving forward from that, if you're brave enough, right? Because we all have limiting beliefs, but some people are just so comfortable in their lives and not 
you know, shaking up their limiting beliefs. And guess what? That's okay. Seriously. That's a okay. Everybody has their own moment of awakening. But if you are someone that's listening to this and you've got some limiting beliefs, really go through that practice and do the work. And then what you get to do is you get to create and decide on some affirmations for you to now put in place. Because here's the thing, when you do the work, you 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 definitely dismantle the limiting belief, but at the same time, you want to integrate it with a new truth. And so this is where affirmations and mantras can come into play. And so your work is the next time that limiting belief comes up, which again, it's just a program. It's just a habit. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're doing anything wrong or that, you know, the exercise didn't work. No, it's the, the change in the work comes in those moments where the limiting belief pops up again. And so in that moment is where you stop, you pause, you breathe into the space where you're feeling it in your body. And all this is doing is it's just, it's almost like there's like a little, you know, monster hiding behind the curtains and you're just kind of opening the curtain and saying, Hey, little monster, don't be, don't be scared. (laughs) You know, it's okay to come out. I'm not going to hurt you. Um, And so when that limiting belief pops up, you stop and you pause and you notice where you feel it in your body. Don't get caught up in the thought. Don't don't get all up in your head. Get out of your head and into your body. Notice where that belief is existing in your body right now and just breathe into that space. And you can even have a little conversation with yourself that sounds like, hey, you know, limiting belief, I see you. I, you know, I know that you served a purpose for a while, but actually I'm stepping into this new version of myself. And here's what we're believing now. We are believing that I am capable of leading a large team. We are believing that this is my birthright. This is my destiny, that everyone that comes into my space is exactly who I'm meant to serve and vice versa. So you're, you're safe. You're okay. You know, you're, we're going to be okay. But for now, you need to just sit back and let me take the the wheel on this. And really, that's kind of the conversation that you're having with your ego. I mean, that's really the conversation that you have with your ego. And if you've ever, a, uh, a podcast I did about the ego, that the way I treat my ego, like she's my best friend, that is a little crazy that, you know, wants to stick up for me, that just wants to keep me safe and is just so petrified of anything horrible happening to me that she's just a, you know, a a worry nutcase. And so I will talk to my ego like, Hey, listen, I know you're trying to keep me safe. I know this limiting belief has served us, but we're choosing not to believe it. This is the road that we're taking. Like, you know, there's a seat right there in the back seat, buckle up, it's going to be a fun ride, right? So you just have that moment and then you infuse your affirmation. I am a great leader. I am learning to be a great leader. I am exactly who the people on my team need. You know, whatever your affirmation is, that's the moment that you bring it in. And guys, if you do that enough times, if you do that two times, three times, four times, guess what happens? Change. That's what you actually change 
Okay. You know how people are like, oh, it's like, how do you change? It's so hard. I'm literally giving you the keys right now. I'm giving you the, the steps. It's in the moment when the limiting belief pops up, that's the moment where you alchemize and you transmute that fear into love. Okay, guys. So I would love to hear if this was powerful for you, if you had any sort of aha or transformation, please share this on your social. Um, Tag your friends, tag me. I love to see this. Um, If you guys have any questions, you can email me whenhustlemeetsflow at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at whenhustlemeetsflow. I'll see you guys next week.